Well, welcome back to Eden Chapel's devotions through our daily reading plan. And I'm Sam Mitchell, and today we are going to be in Genesis chapters 46 through 47. And really the main thing we see on display today is God's faithfulness, just to every promise and through everything that he does. And so uh, we have seen up to this point that Joseph has been appointed ruler of Egypt during this famine uh, to take care of it. And basically everyone from Egypt and around Egypt is coming to Joseph for grain and coming to Joseph for what to do. And included in these people are his family, his brothers, the same brothers who sold him into slavery. And so we get these chapters of Joseph uh, uh, tricking his brothers, uh, and I don't even know messing with them is the right way to say it, but basically all leading up to the moment that we got to yesterday that Joseph reveals himself to them. And obviously they're freaking out, but we see Joseph be gracious to them. And he says, hey, during this famine, go get my father and you you bring him to me. And so we saw yesterday that obviously Jacob is a little apprehensive to this. He's like, no, Joseph is surely dead. But when he saw everything, we got to verse 28. And Israel said, it is enough. Joseph, my son, is still alive. I will go and see him before I die. So that's what we get to is that Jacob is going to journey to Egypt and he's going to bring his family to Egypt to be with Joseph. And so if you can remember back in Genesis chapters 15, we get this promise to Abram from God that says, know for certain that your offspring will be sojourners in a land that is not theirs and will be servants there. And they will be afflicted for 400 years. But I will bring judgment on the nation that they serve, and afterwards they shall come out with great possessions. And so we see the beginning of this fulfillment to that promise in Genesis 15, that Israel, these few people right now, but what's about to be multiplied greatly, are going to travel to Egypt uh, to be with Joseph. And so uh, we see in verse 3 of chapter 46 that as he's As Jacob is preparing to go, God comes to him and he says, I am God, the God of your father. Do not be afraid to go down to Egypt, for there I will make you into a great nation. I myself will go down with you to Egypt, and I will also bring you up again, and Joseph's hand shall close your eyes. And so we see Jacob then sets out, and so we see God's command, go, and I'm going to make you into a great nation. And we start to see the fulfillment of this in Genesis 47, 27, where it says, Thus Israel settled in the land of Egypt, and they gained possessions in it and were fruitful and multiplied greatly. So we started to see the fulfillment of that. But also in Exodus 1, we really start to see it take place because it says in verse 7, But the people of Israel were fruitful and increased greatly. They multiplied and grew exceedingly strong so that the land was filled with them. Well, how much? Well, verse 8 tells us, There was a new king over Egypt who did not know Joseph, and he said to his people, Behold, the people of Israel are too many and too mighty for us. Come, let us deal shrewdly with them, lest they multiply, and if war breaks out, they join our enemies and fight against us and escape from the land. And so here we see God faithful to the very promise he just made in Genesis chapter 46, that it will be in Egypt that he is going to multiply them greatly and turn them into a great nation, that As we saw back in Genesis 12, that your descendants will be as numerous as the stars. And so how much has Israel really grown? Well, we don't exactly know for sure, but 
we know from Exodus 12, as they begin to leave Egypt and the Exodus begins to happen, that it says in verse 37 of chapter 12, and the people of Israel journeyed about 600,000 men on foot besides women and children. So we know they've grown from this small little group of 70 that we hear about in Genesis chapter 46, where we learn that and the sons of Joseph who were born to him in Egypt were two. All the persons of the house of Jacob who came into Egypt were 70, has now grown into at least 600,000 men, however many women and children. And so we see God is faithful to his promise. God is faithful to everything that he says he will do. And even in the stuff that doesn't sound great for us, like in Genesis 15. And so we see as we continue on that Jacob and Joseph are reunited and uh, Jacob begins to tell them uh, that he will go up and tell Pharaoh and will say to him, my brothers and my father's household, hold, there we go, who were born in the land of Canaan have come to me and they are The men are shepherds, for they have been keepers of the livestock, and they have brought their flocks and their herds and all that they have. And when Pharaoh calls you and says, What is your occupation? You shall say, Your servants have been keepers of the livestock from our youth even until now, both we and our fathers, in order that you may dwell in the land of Goshen, for every shepherd is an abomination to the Egyptians. And so we see Joseph begin to make sure that they get this land that they can dwell in uh, so that they can be safe and uh, Joseph can basically make sure they're good. And so in the first part of 47, we see Israel begin to settle into that land and do as Jacob told them to do. And we see that, uh, sorry, do as Joseph told them to do. And we see through this that Jacob blesses Pharaoh and Pharaoh gives them this land over to them. And they begin to sojourn in Egypt. And so Joseph, as verse 12 tells us, provided for his fathers and his brother and all his father's household with food according to the number of their dependents. And so then we get this crazy story where we see really how much Pharaoh trusted Joseph and also how good Joseph was at doing what he does. And so we see the people of Egypt are coming to uh, Joseph saying, you know, we are out of grain and, uh, and people in the land of Canaan are coming and saying, we're out of grain. And so Joseph basically gets them in the end to sell their land to Pharaoh and uh, give a fifth of everything that they uh, produce on their land to Pharaoh through his just wits, his smarts, and so the way God has blessed him. And so we end our time in seeing that Israel has settled into this land and they've gained possessions and they're being fruitful and they're multiplying greatly and that Jacob lives in the land of Egypt, what it tells us, for 17 years. And so it comes time that Israel must die, uh, verse 29 tells us, and he called his son Joseph and said to him, If now I have found favor in your sight, put your hand under my thigh and promise to deal kindly and truly with me. Do not bury me in Egypt, but let me lie with my fathers. Carry me out of Egypt and bury me in their burying place. And Joseph answered, answered I will do as you have said. And he said, swear to me. And he swore to him. Then Israel bowed himself upon the head of his bed. And so we see Jacob know that this is not their land. It is a land that they are sojourning in, that 
This is the Genesis 15 fulfillment, and he does not want to be buried in a land that is not his, that is not for his people. And so he says, carry me out, take me back to the land of my fathers and bury me there. And so I think the main thing we see today is God's faithfulness to every promise that he will do what he says he will do. And what a, what an amazing thing to have our trust in a God who is faithful to every promise. Thank you so much for joining us for day 16 of our devotions. And I hope this has blessed you and hope we can go forward in boldness knowing our God is faithful.